the idea of the brief is fantastic. But I think we got it wrong. I think we really, really got it wrong. This is The Brand Muffin, the show for all things creative branding, all thoughtfully explored and tastefully debated. The audio watermark goes here. Along with Josh Forstadt, I'm Ian Koff. Let's get into it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode two of The Brand Muffin. I'm Ian Josh, how you doing today? Fantastic. Glad to be here. Awesome. Awesome. Psyched to get into this uh, this one with you. I am, uh, I am it's going to be a good one. Fired up. Yeah. Fired up is a really good word. Before we do, quick first order of business. Uh, we want to invite everybody listening to be a part of the show. Uh, send us your thoughts uh, on topics that you want us to discuss in the future. Let us know what you think about things we've already covered. All you need to do is record a voice memo on your phone, PC, or tablet and email it to thebrandmuffinpodcast at gmail.com. All right, so today we are talking about an incredibly polarizing part of the creative process. Uh, Some people love it, some people hate it, uh, and Josh, you and I have only talked about it enough to realize that we've got very strong and I think differing opinions when it comes to this. Uh, and, and we purposefully, we're going to find out, we, we will yeah. find, we're about to <laughs> find we out because we didn't get, we didn't really share, share too much with each other because right. we wanted to save it for, for today. So let's talk about the creative brief mm-hmm. and, and do you want to get angry first or, or shall I, I'm going to let you start us off so I can get angry first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so for for everybody out there who doesn't know what a creative brief is, and I can't imagine that applies to too many of our audience, um, we're talking about the document that is usually provided at the beginning of a project, uh, and it's used by the creative team to to inform them on just the scope and the parameters uh, and everything that might be important to consider or include when doing the project, whatever the project is. One of the challenges that creative work is always up against is that by its very nature, it's subjective. Um, and everyone who's going to review that work uh, is going to bring their, their personal biases and their prejudices to the table. Um, and that's, that's okay. That's, that's perfectly normal. Sure. That's just part of being a human and mm-hmm. seeing something and reacting to it. Um, in my opinion... That's why the brief exists. It gives us a framework for a more objective evaluation of the work. Because if everyone agrees to look at the creative through the parameters that that brief defines, mm-hmm. um, and then of course, you know, it's really important that it's a good brief, and we'll get into what a good brief is. Um, if everybody agrees to adhere to the brief, then subjective feedback, when, when somebody, whether it's your internal account team or the client or whomever, says things like, well, I don't like the color green, or I don't like this kind of photography that they see, um, it becomes less likely to derail the work. Because if the work is ultimately on brief, and everyone agrees to the brief, then subjective opinions matter less. Mm-hmm. I'm trying so hard. You I'm are. trying so you hard. Are. <laughs> oh my gosh. So immediately... I feel like you just cow tied me as a creative. 
I feel like I've I like you gagged me. I've got I'm like I can't do, like I feel so stifled creatively as soon as you started to say that because it I get stuck on so many pieces of the brief and and I don't want to jump the gun but I would even back up and say is it a creative brief or is it a brief that's a really good question because as soon as I hear a creative brief and then I get frustrated because it's like when my like an account person develops a creative brief but doesn't have the creative background, how are they defining things that I'm supposed to follow and adhere to? Or is it like a guard? Are there guardrails? Or is it mandatory? Like, you know, I hate seeing that in the brief. It's like, here are the mandatories. And it's like, well, what, what does that mean? What if I want to, what if I want to break that? So that's a really good, good point to, to bring up. And maybe what we should try to do first yep. is, is define what goes into this thing that we're calling a creative Perfect. brief? Because every agency calls it something different too. Like sure. some some are creative briefs, some are strategy briefs, some are just whatever. Right. Like right, it's just it's a nomenclature thing. So, so what goes into it? So so um, break it down, Ian. Break it down. Go. Here I we want go. To hear this. Uh, what's you know the assignment? Just what is the task? We are okay. making a flyer for whatever Mercedes Benz, right? Yes. Whatever. Yep. Um, the details, the creative details, what needs to be communicated, what needs to be included is, is there, you know, specific messaging points that we need to hit on? Are there any illustrations or graphics or elements that we are already aware of that need to go into it? Just like here, if you're not building everything from scratch, here are the things that we do know that we need to include. So let me, can I pause you here? Uh huh. So is that a dialogue between agency and client? To arrive at just those, just those let's just parts. talk about that first little bit, because it's like, how did they already know that we need some of those things? So generally, um, when the client needs something, they're going to give a call to an account person or a client person, you know, somebody yep. on the agency side that's kind of responsible for that relationship, so that they're not coming directly to the creative team every time they need something. As creatives, you know, we're, we're ping-ponging between eight different client projects a day, more totally. or less. Yep. And we don't have time to pick up the phone and talk through everything with the client. So, yeah. so, so there's, there's someone who's like sort of that front line of defense between us as creatives and the client to intake whatever the next assignment is going to be. Mm-hmm. And, and they're having those conversations. So right. just for the sake of, of our conversation here, let's totally. call that an account manager. That's fine. Perfect. Okay. I agree. So the so the account manager is talking to the client and saying, "Okay, you know, you're you've got a challenge. You're you're going to a trade show, so you need a booth. Or you need to leave behind, like whatever it yep. is. So that's the task. Um, yep. And and the client says, "Okay, well, since we're talking about AB, whatever the the thing is, mm-hmm. um, here are the things that we think need to be included. Okay. And the and 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 the the account manager is vetting those." at least as an initial pass. Okay. Um, because, and we'll get into this, when the when the brief comes onto our plate, mm-hmm. I don't accept just it, taking in a brief and saying, great, here's we have our brief and we're going to go off and, and work now. Like, we're going to have to look at this from a creative lens and make sure that we agree, you know, and we feel like we're ready to, to move forward. Yep. But at least for, you know, for, for this, this 
for the sake pa- of the part podcast. of it. Like, let's say that's <laughs> that's where like the assignment and the creative details part of the okay. brief come come in. Okay. The next part is the audience, and this is a really important element, which is to to explain who's going to be exposed to the content. Mm-hmm. And to give the creative team a little bit of background about what the audience knows now Mm -hmm. and what we want them to know or feel or do after they are exposed to this creative. Okay. Um, Then there's, you know, your typical specs section, you know, full color, black and white, bleeds, size, you know, digital versus print, whatever, you know, the the technical things are. Yeah. any any uh, pertinent tone or voice or branding considerations, and that's its own topic that we'll mm-hmm. come into. Um, any reference files, like hey, you guys have done an infographic for us in the past. This is you know this year's version of it. So let's look at back you know at last year's to see where we are and are we doing something fresh? Do we yep. evolve what, what's been done? Yep. And then and then there's there's one other piece of of brief content that to me really helps a creative. And that is the single-minded idea. And the point of the single-minded idea is to is to take all of the understanding of the landscape, the, the competitive landscape, the client behaviors, the everything that frankly a strategist would really be involved in ascertaining and distilling it into one sentence. Okay. One sentence that acts as the inspiration for the core concept of the creative. Um, and that sentence is not a headline. It's not, it should not be written creatively at all, but it should be something that your copywriter and your design team and everybody working can anchor onto and say, this is the message that we need to get across. However we do it, whatever it looks like, whatever mm-hmm. it sounds like, this is what needs to be conveyed. Okay. So when you look at every, you know, the, the, the brief might have a ton of background information, might have a ton of audience, you know, detail. It might be 10 pages long, which is not what a brief should be, well, how, but sometimes well, okay. is, so, right? Okay. But that, that you know, if, if, if they can distill all of that into a single-minded idea, in my yeah. experience, <clears throat> that gives your creative team a really good opportunity to get it right the first time. Here's where I get frustrated. I think sometimes the asks are really simple and we overcomplicate everything as an agency to justify cost and enter the creative brief. <laughs> because even some of the language in when you're asking, uh, you know, it's like the way it's framed, right? When you see the brief, there's always the like the the audience and it's like, who are the personas and you know, the archetypes, all this luxurious, beautiful language to describe some of this. Mm -hmm. It's like the client doesn't give a shit. Like, why are we using these fancy words? I know for myself, like, I want to feel like a Navy SEAL. Give me like a couple things and let me, let me go. I just feel like the process of creating a brief, it's like creating this thing that is the Bible. And whoever creates it has an, get they 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 feel like that they own the project, and immediately okay. they've cre- they create a bubble around themselves, and it's like no no that's off that's not on brief that's not on the brief that's not on the brief, you know and 
you there's this dynamic that starts to create. And I don't always think that I don't think that the client always I think that they buy into the brief and this is where I feel like it also fails. The client buys into the brief because they want to get into seeing the work. I think so much of the time they don't read through it all. They nod their head because they don't they don't want to waste time and money on a brief. Yeah, but I don't want to condone laziness on the part of the client because they can't be troubled to read through a document that is built to drive the success of their project. Okay. You know, if that's if that is is part of the process as the agency lays out, says, listen, we're gonna have we're gonna have an input session with you. Okay. We're gonna ask you a bunch of questions. Yes. We're then going to craft a brief mm-hmm. so that so that we make sure we've heard everything that you've said. Sure. And that brief is going to essentially act as a contract between Oof. us, the agency, and you, the client. <laughs> I love when you say contract because immediately I'm like, there, there's not one client that I would, I've ever had that could agree to that and be like, hey, contractually, you looked at that brief. You agreed. It's not a legal document. Okay. It's not a, but, right. but, it, but it's in good faith. It says, yeah. you know, it, it, it demonstrates that we've heard you, right? It's a checks and balances on did we did we capture everything that that you've told us? So okay, so now that's great. So you're so the brief for the way you're saying it now is that the brief is now in place as a we're about to as an agency we're about to exhaust time and money. Mm-hmm. This is the brief is a is simply. For me right now in, in listening, and I'm trying to do a good job, it's a it's a it's a milestone in the process to simply say, hey, the 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 clock has started, the the meter's going, yep, and I want to yep. make sure that at least we're warm. Not just that we're warm, but that that the 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 material that we're working off of okay. is is right in your in your view as the client. Okay. Right? You know, so the client says, okay, the agency has heard me. Mm-hmm. I see what they're going to be using to influence their their creative decisions. Yeah. And I agree with that. Okay. And I don't and 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 there's nothing here that's missing. Okay. Because because I've been in many instances where where we get, you know, halfway down a a, a project. Mm-hmm. And the client suddenly remembers there's another piece of information or insight that really needs to be uh, injected, sure. and and by and by and 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 whatever that is, basically makes us have to start from scratch. And and then you've got to have those really uncomfortable conversations with the client about overages and right. scope creep and you know and all of that. Whereas. It's not that you're not going to have to have that conversation, you know, brief or not, they're going to realize that that it wasn't there. But but when there is a brief, there is at least that check and balance where where you can't really point the finger at the agency. So and it's a, so it's a it's a it's a protection it, for the agency. It is. It 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 is, you know, in 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 one of its functions absolutely. It ensures okay. that everybody is on the same page when we kick off the work. If if you you know if the client decides they want to suddenly you know change directions, give us more information, like we can't stop them from doing that, but we can say, okay, understand, I hear you, but we agreed that this is what we were going to be building, you know, in in the first place, 
And, and if, and if you come to us and, and, and give us stuff that requires us to really backtrack, mm-hmm. well, you know, at least there's that paper trail. We've got the receipts. Um, okay. but, but even without that scenario, let's say, yeah, you know, yeah. best faith, like <clears throat> the client doesn't do that. They agree. And, you know, and that, and that brief holds true for the duration of the project mm-hmm. at the end of the, of the creative process. When we are presenting the creative, mm-hmm. do you bring we the brief? can, what's that? <laughs> you bring the brief? Absolutely. Yeah. We, we, you know, and, and we don't like shove it down the throat and be like, okay, we'll see this is on brief and this is on brief and this is on brief. But, but when, and if there are questions about the creative, okay. especially when there's subjective criticisms of, uh, about the creative, if we have strong opinions, we have the backstop of the brief to support the rationale because, because clients are almost never the audience. You know, they're yeah, super correct. close to the work, too close. right? They're all, they're, always. they're always way too close. That's why they hire an agency to begin with. And by virtue of having that upfront contract, that upfront brief, we can say, you may not like the color green, right. but the audience likes the color it's green. Telling you green. We've defined the that the audience likes the color green. And, and, and so your opinion holds less water. If you want to override it, do so, but do so at your own, so, okay, you know, so, warning. So... So let's do, let's do this. I, I'm going to, I'll buy in a little bit. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll lean in. I'll accept the brief, (laughs) but I've got some contingencies here. I let's, I want to jump into who, who, because I think this is a, this is a frustrating point for me personally over the decades that I've been doing this, the account team and who is responsible. I, I don't like the feeling that the account person is in cahoots with the client or that they are driving the creative. I would love in a perfect scenario, if I'm being forced into this, I want the, I want the collective. And so I, I would love to see a broader audience in there from developers to writers to strategists. I think everyone should be in that. The problem there is that turns into like a $20,000 meeting. And and, and like you said, it's like as a creative, if you're my account guy, you and I will, will, we will, you can cue the Rocky music. We will go to blows because if you ask me to be in another (laughs) client meeting to discuss a project when I should be working, my response again, catch 22, I'd yell at you and I'd be like, dude, just go fucking do it. Like go, go do the meeting, get all the info, come back, you know, it's like I'm, I've almost put the account person maybe in a bad spot because there's a no win for them. So, so I hear what you're saying. Um, I, I have two things that I'd want to maybe come back with. Okay. One, um, <clears throat> I do think that it's important that everybody who's going to be working off of the brief mm-hmm. signs off on the brief before it's it's accepted. Okay. Um, that 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 to me that's a critical step. Like you 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 should never be in a in a position where as a creative you are given a brief by your account manager and told get started right like this is this is perfect as is we're not changing anything i think it's good the client thinks it's good so go right um because to your point 
creatives are going to have a perspective mm-hmm. that is very closely tied to what the outcome is going to be, and it needs to be reflected. The question is, what in the brief is really going to be affected by that perspective? And I ask that because while I do want to be part of the discussion, mm-hmm. nothing about the creative brief should be creative if it's a good brief. It should be a very straightforward distillation of the information, but it should not include anything about how it's supposed to look, what kind of... of Execution. Like it, yeah. You know, it, it may say... You know, it, it should have a conversational tone or it should be have a professional tone because that's going to be related to the audience. Okay. But there should be nothing in there about, here's a sample headline. Mm. Or, or you know, it should look like this kind of ad. Like, mm-hmm. all of those decisions are going to be made in real time through the creative process that yields the work. If there are elements like that in the brief... One, that's a problem with the brief, but two, that's a very good reason why you would want creative to be, you know, part of the process. But then again, also to your point, you don't want to have a $20,000 meeting. Right. You don't want to have to, you know, kind of create work before you're creating work. Okay. I, I, so, okay. So, so, so maybe part of the, maybe part of our, our friction on this has less to do with us actually have differing opinions and more to do with what has been presented as a brief or what should be what should be the brief because we may actually agree right. more than we disagree possibly but, but our experiences <laughs> oh, yeah. have have you know been been askew you you're making me feel slightly better because i i kind of feel like to your point we're we're very much in alignment although we've had experiential things that we're bringing to the table as to why we like or dislike. But you're, the problem is, is that I'm reacting to all of the briefs I've ever had <laughs> and you're fixing the shitty briefs that you've had and using uh-huh. it to be like, yeah, but this is how I would do it to make a perfect brief. I, I, I struggle with this topic. I... I just, I just want to do the work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I know. I, I know exactly where you're coming from. Uh, you know, for, for me, the, the reason that I, I appreciate the brief or the idea of the brief, perhaps, is, is a better way. The idea of the brief is something that I really uh, hold in high esteem because I, I don't want to spend my time chasing the things that I need to do mm. good work. Okay. Like, you know, so briefs can and do take many different shapes and forms, mm-hmm. you know, and then it's a, a, a subjectively, is this a good brief or is it a bad brief? And is it a campaign brief or is it a strategy brief or is it a creative brief? Like, mm-hmm. right, there are like all of these names and versions of these things mm-hmm. that creative teams absorb as part of the the kickoff process before we go and do what we do. Mm-hmm. And I have been in too many exercises where there's not been a defined set of guide rails to do the work. Okay. And it has gotten derailed mm-hmm. over and over and over. Hurts the relationship? Always. Do you think? Yep. Yeah, I do. Um, because, you know, the client doesn't, doesn't 
know what they don't know. You know, they, 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 they you know, they always kind of just assume, you know, we, they tell us something, we go into our little magic caves and out comes, Make it like you know, this amazing thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. If they get a piece of, of creative back from us that they don't like, they're not, they're not going to say, well, it's probably because we didn't have a good creative brief. No, they're not going to think that. No, right. No, no, of no. course not. Um, and so I like, I love the the idea of the brief because it gives us an opportunity to educate the client at the very beginning every time as to here's how we succeed. And we can and have debated what should go into the brief and who should be responsible, you know, and how do you arrive at at, at a good at a good endpoint for for the brief itself. But if if you don't do that on some level and you don't have the client bought into it, mm-hmm. then you're just taking a shot in the dark and you know and we can think you know as as creatives well we're really fucking good at what we do so we'll we'll get it right mm-hmm. um but i want to quantify that as well i want the okay. client to agree to looking at things through the lens that we all say should be the lens let's agree on what we're doing here and how we're getting there and then when we give you three concepts that are radically different, mm-hmm. but all ladder up to the the messaging and the the architecture that we've we've built. Then we can we can work together in that room to come to like which one do we like the best, right? Based off of those previous discussions and that that document that, that we've built together. If we don't have that, then then there's too much room for subjective opinion, and everybody's going to have those opinions. And, and, and then you don't know what to point to as the point of failure in the creative. I love, I love listening to you right now because I feel like I'm listening to you articulate agency utopia. Because I hear you, <laughs> I hear you say, I love the idea of the brief. Maybe, maybe like you said, maybe the, you have it right. I think the, I, I'm going to totally agree. The idea of the brief is fantastic, but I think we got it wrong. I think we really, really got it wrong. I treat every client differently. I work in, I work in their language my audience for that brief should dictate how we create the brief because we as i think creative agencies need to be able to sell our thinking back to that client not forcing them back into the construct of this is the brief that we've been using since the beginning of fucking time and this is the brief that i got handed down from my mentor to my from his mentor like Mm-hmm. It feels so goddamn antiquated where if I have a really great CMO that I'm working with, maybe it's just the specs and it's that single sentence, that mission that you said. And it's like, look, we have done this long enough. You trust me as an agency. We're in sync. This isn't, you know, we, we've had gr- more conversations just you know, outside of this one project that we as an agency are really in tune that we get it. So the brief should be brief. 
<laughs> you know, but that's I, another I, good point. Yes, but, it should. But I just, I just, so there's two things here. One is I think that the brief needs to be specific to the brand and I think it should be specific to the, the ask because I think it needs to change. I don't think that it can hold up as a, mm-hmm. this is the brief for the agency. Like, mm-hmm. holy hell, you can't do it. I think that's, that's the kiss of death. I, I think I disagree in, in having different briefs for different clients in different relationships. Mm. But again, I'm advocating for a good brief. Okay. And a good brief would be able to satisfy the needs of all the clients and all the projects. So, you know, if, if, if it's too utopian of a viewpoint, we can, we can argue those, those merits. But I think that if, if you arrive at the right format of the brief, mm-hmm. that brief should work in just about any circumstance. I think if it doesn't, and you feel the need to have more sections for some clients, fewer sections for other clients, then I think you have not yet done a good job defining what really needs to be put into the document. Yeah, you hate that. Yeah, I fucking hate that. <laughs> I hate everything about that. And and I would, you know, I would say, well, show me. Like, let's do it this way. Because I've never, I've never seen, mm-hmm. I've never seen this this sort of um, amorphous case by case approach to intake. I'm not opposed to it. You know, I just haven't seen it done, and and I have preconceived concerns about the viability and the efficiency or lack thereof doing it this way. But I'm open to it, and I'd love to see it in action, and I'm, I'm perfectly fine with having my mind changed. Yeah. So, so you know, we'll do that together. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I think we should. I, it's, it's, just, it's fascinating because I, I just don't – I think that our industry has changed so much that nothing – you can't – I hate the idea of templatizing. It just – it seems – it seems so unfucking creative – and that's what the brief to me, it's like, it's so... Well, and that, I think that's at the core because to me, the creative brief isn't creative at all. So can we it's, not call it a creative brief? It's maybe we, maybe we don't. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we just, we, it's the, we, it's the non-creative brief. Right. It's, and, and maybe that's, that's part of the point, which is really interesting is, and, is and be, maybe... because, because I have, have received briefs where somebody's trying to write a headline. An account oh, person I, is all taking all this stuff in, you know, and just like you see, you see some creative ideas there and you're right. like, but they defend what? it. It's not a creative, it's just thought starters. Cause that's, there's a section in there yeah. always for thought starters. And what I don't love is that the creative team is never involved in the thought starters. It's the account person coming up with something and then, well, Josh, you just get rid of that section. That's well, a you, stupid you just, ass section. Right, but you and told you, me and there's you a temple. There, there's, and you tell, it's fixed. <laughs> no, but it's not fixed with shit you don't want in it. <laughs> like, so do you think do you think that every agency that so if if you feel like it should be the do you, okay. Maybe maybe then you are you saying that it's not necessarily changing for brand, but maybe is it changing between agency to agency because your people within the agency walls, you understand the creative dynamic. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's like I have I have different personalities within my shop versus some others. So I have to deliver yes. 
yes. I have to deliver content differently than you know what someone yes. else is staffing. So that, we have to do a that's this is like your language filter. That's I'm, kind I'm of really what glad the brief you said. I'm glad you said that too because because I am not proposing that there is some universal panacea of a brief okay. that every ad agency should adopt. Good, because I was about to, I, we were going to end our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I agree. So no, now I am in no. better agreement with you here. Okay, okay. I, I, that's no, fair. Well, I'm glad. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I had that opportunity to save our friendship. Um, because, because to your point, the, the, the interpersonal variables, the okay. way in right. which you, you as an agency owner are you know you the way that you prefer to interact with your clients the kinds of conversations the way that you kick off a pro- that's all going to be unique okay. to every agency every creative shop everywhere mm-hmm. so everybody needs to figure out what works for them mm-hmm. and and you know what what works for a big agency is not going to probably be good for a small agency is not going to be good for a shop that only does digital versus a shop that only does direct response like yep. everybody's going to have their their own unique uh, needs and there are pro- probably a couple of things that if we were to say a creative brief should include X Y and Z there's probably some overlap okay but there's there's probably more differences than than similarities shop to shop but uh, but the point that I want to make or am trying to make is the importance of having what works for you work for you mm-hmm so that so that as an agency you're able to do your best work your clients are are more times than not on the same page you're kind of moving in the same direction you're building and fostering that relationship mm-hmm. and you're minimizing the opportunities for things to go awry okay that's to me that's what it that, that's all this boils down to is you you the client have come to me with a project i want to knock this out of the park for you sure. so that we do more together and having the right discovery, the right kickoff, and the right brief, quote unquote, whatever we decide to call it, is part of ensuring that that is going to happen. Do you think there is a need for a brief for every project? Probably not. So how do you determine? I, I think, you know, and, and I say what? that. And I say that as someone who would like to have a brief for every project because my my type A OCDness okay. is like I want to minimize risk every single fucking time. I don't, you know, I want to be able to point to it no matter what. But in the real world, if you're doing the same kind of work for the for the same client over and over and over, you probably do get to a point where it becomes less of a necessary step. So, but then, but then the question is, is that the brief? is simply technical guardrails if it doesn't if you're, it's if not you're the, doing that kind of work if, if Evan, it, you know but it's not they're, the they're, inspire your creative team that's not what that becomes and and then you're probably not doing that creative work in that but, in that regard you know and, and I say that at my own peril because I don't want to devalue the work that anybody is doing right you know for for anybody but um you but know, but if, do you think we get into a weird situation because if you know it, it, it's like if you're going to do banner if if, if you're new banner production or a mm-hmm. banner campaign mm-hmm. does it does it need a brief and then it turns well, it, well it so so Josh I mean like you know and for for the virtue of everybody listening you and I are doing a project right correct. now where where you guys are working on some display ads for me correct I didn't give you a brief correct and we didn't, I didn't give send one back. you. 
I didn't send you a templatized, nope. right? Like we, we didn't do that. But we did just, you know, through emails and through chats say, here's what we're doing. Here's what has to go into it. Like we defined the things that we knew we needed to in order to achieve success. Right. Right. So, so that, that has, that has done the job okay. in, in, for, for this project. Okay. But that's where I get to is if you, if you as my client, Mm-hmm. If we have the type of dialogue and exchange, is that the is that the brief of the future for agencies where there's a dialogue where you and I are completely in sync? That it keeps, and I think part of this for me is I think I feel like the brief is something that should help keep the engine going. It should, you should feel like the brief is there so that way you never get to a place of going, well, we kicked off the project, but, oh, we have a question and, oh shit, let me go ask the client. Like we should have already done that work, right? Mm -hmm. So if, if this kind of dialogue worked like that, is that better because there's better communication, there's real communication versus like, hey, we crafted this, you know document i think i think it it also depends on the structure you know you and i are working very close directly on this right you know if there were three or four layers underneath each of us on this project correct we would probably need to formalize the input a little bit more than just hey josh i sent you a text with what we need but has that but is that is that the agency model shifting is that the is that the the deliverables model shifting like because there are deadlines there's certain things that it's forcing like i think the agency world is changing to accommodate the speed and i think there's some there's moments like this where it becomes like should my brand director have to come to me and say hey do we need a brief for this or not like who makes the call if we're not, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, and then I'm sitting there going like, well, Ian, you, you need these, you know, banged out in like two and a half weeks, but we have to develop a brief and then we get down this thing. And then I'm sitting yep. here going, it's just, a, it's just a banner. It's yep. just, it's just a banner. Not that we want to trivialize, How right? How dare you? <laughs> I feel like we're actually coming to a good closing point here. Okay. Um, each agency has to figure out what is going to work for them. Okay. I agree. And, and the idea of the brief taking whatever shape that it does, you know, is going to, is going to, at the end of the day, achieve the same thing. The, 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 no matter big shop, little shop document template versus emails, text, don't even codify it, whatever. Mm-hmm. If you're able to get where you need to go, then in my opinion, you have a brief. You have your version of the brief and and it has achieved its purpose. Yeah, and, and you said it. I, I, I definitely warmed up. But I think that you're right. And I really and I and I love that. And I love that that's why we're having these kinds of conversations. Um, I don't know if there's a right or a wrong. You know, I think that we, this industry Mm -hmm. is pretty fascinating in that we, everyone's got different 
vantage points and and that's why different agencies win work and different you know it's 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 wild so i i, I do agree I, I think that the idea of the of the idea of the brief is is great you know and i do agree with you i think that it 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 helps it would it would help to create an amazing bond between the the work and the creative team and then the creative team to the client and then hopefully the work to the consumer because you got it right yep. and 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 yep. and then then you're talking about magic i would hope as a collective of all of us out there i would want us to all take a look at our briefs and evaluate it and just like we te- we tell our clients you've got to evolve do it thoughtfully with you know there should be intent as to what the questions are we're asking in the brief why you know it shouldn't just be to fill out the page but is it really beneficial to your team what is going to help my design team my strategists you know how do we get the data we want out of something set that in place question it test it and maybe even ask our clients like is the brief working for you guys or do you just feel like it's a you know it's like you know but but again they're no but it's you, make them it, a part of really the process good. make yes. them a part of the process and and i don't know i love what you said if if brands need to evolve and we are always pushing them in that direction we're advocating for the evolution constantly of your brand as agencies our processes should evolve as well so we'll let you guys decide who won <laughs> <laughs> no, I, there's there's no win. It's this was good. I, I this was a great conversation. I'm yeah. excited to hear what people think. Um, yeah, me too. Just because it's it's and it's a never ending topic. So it's yeah. cool. This is really good. All right. Well, thanks everyone. We'll see you next time on the Brand Muffin. The audio watermark goes here. Watermark goes here.